Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the very 49th podcast of Limos and Roses. This is the brutal bloodbath. Quit your dream job. Maybe in an alternate reality, semi-sober bachelor might actually get married podcast that you all know and love. The recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 25 of The Bachelor. Thank you so much for tuning in. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled Limos and Roses. On this podcast, I'm joined by my husband, Jet, and our buddy, Grace, and me. I am your host and moderator, Chelsea. So this showpening of this episode is... Again, something we've seen before. There's Heather drama. People are mean. It's so crazy. Someone does drop a blindsided. Um, anybody have anything to say about that? I just love that on this particular edit, uh-huh. Heather walks in and doesn't get stuck in the revolving door. I was looking for it when I saw the revolve. Uh-huh. And all I kept hoping was that she would just keep going. You know, and maybe just keep walking away (laughs) to save us all, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes of note taking. There's a little recap of last week's episode and then we dive right into the Heather drama. It continues in this crazed cocktail party. Piper loses it. She feels invisible even though she has a rose. Uh, Jesenia has a bite. Kit has a bite whenever Heather emerges from her talk with Matt. Jusania says, so you missed that one, talking about Colton, and so you tried this one. Uh, (laughs) The girls refer to this as bachelor hopping. Uh, uh, The girls are just really pissed that she's coming in in week six, you guys. That's pretty epic. Rachel especially says that if Matt keeps Heather, she will fully reconsider everything, which leads us to have the correct assumption that Heather's not going to go really anywhere. I will say this much. She says like a lot. Like, 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 like. So what do you guys have to say about this portion? Well, it's like. (laughs) 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 The women uh, actually pose great questions to Heather. They just do it in such a mean, biting way. They ask legitimate questions. Why did you not meet him before he was The Bachelor? Things of that nature. Very legit questions. Um, They actually raise a lot of good points. The problem is, is they're mean girling her immediately. And we just had the whole bullying episode. I thought we were past that. 
I felt like this poor girl was being held hostage or bullied yeah. by her agents <laughs> into being there so she could get more Insta followers so they can get her more bookings because yeah. she's probably been emailing her agent like, where are all the bookings? And they, they're like, we, they don't know who you are anymore, Heather. You got it. You got to reinvent yourself. And so it's like, oh, well, here's an opportunity. Show the world that we're quarantining and we'll bring you on and you can just leave on your own or he was probably going to dump you anyway. But in the meantime, what is her agent forgot to tell her is she's likely going to be berated and broken and absolutely destroyed while she stands center stage in a wedding dress. And I, I felt a little bad for her, but again, yeah. ink was dry. So she signed the contract, mm -hmm. um, but she seriously kept insisting, guys, this isn't what I want to do. I don't even want to be here. So yeah, I <laughs> yeah. kind of felt a little bad for her. A little I bit. I felt a little bit bad for her as well. But then I also said to myself, you didn't think this through. This was a half hour of airtime that she'll never get back <laughs> it's a half hour none of us in life will get back so that's exciting yeah. at least we're all yes. in this together so <laughs> chris harrison and matt have a chat and he says what are you gonna do and matt says well i don't know chris and that's it <laughs> that's mm -hmm. that's the chat he meets with heather again and he has to send her back home and he says these five hilarious words maybe in an alternate reality which made me laugh because it makes the bachelor look like it's reality, reality. <laughs> the rest of the girls are so giddy about heather's exit but they are still sick of the bullshit and heather drives off in her white minivan here's the deal this heather exit makes me really just want to have a one question pop quiz oh, oh one question That's first okay For all one the marbles guys oh, i'm so nervous Ooh, marbles all right <laughs> i'm excited about marbles marbles you got <laughs> i you, know clearly you turned... so i feel like i'm in a, like hook what is it yeah toodles it yeah. where the guy's like you turned into toodles an apostrophe <laughs> i lost my marbles oh i found my marbles um so your one question is not Price is Right style, mm. just the closest number to my personal tally of how many times Heather said the word like. Remember I was gonna put an abacus back here? Even that doesn't have enough <laughs> little discs to slide over. And that goes into like the gazillions, I think. Uh, I'm gonna say- Gazillions, technical term. 37. Oh, what a guess. That's a great guess, Frace. I'm going to go 31. I only counted 25 likes. Mm. Yeah, that, that would take another. We'd need to vet that. Listeners, yeah, I think that maybe we're... Count how many times we say like in this episode, and we'll compare Ooh. and contrast. Correct. We've talked about it. We make fun of it, but we also use the word like. I use it all the time. It's become a new part of the vernacular. I, I have a theory where it keeps the listener engaged and almost it's almost like saying comma but when you're on a national sh television a nationally televised show you should be a bit more cognizant of that but you probably need to be well, older than also, 19 years old to do that you're also so, so matt comes in he has a few words with the girls the most important sentence that he says is there isn't anyone joining this journey that's not on that couch drops a journey in a great quote and that's when the girls 
their panties just melt off of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now that all panties and underoos have been melted off of our bodies, it's time for the Rose Rundown! Whoa! 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 I just tripped over some pants. <laughs> <laughs> Banana hammocks. <laughs> Speedos. So, Piper and Michelle already have roses. First rose goes to Bree. Strong third. Moving on. It's obvious. Rachel. Winner. Even more obvious. I wrote shocked, but yeah, it's all stupid. Mm-hmm. Serena P. I wrote the fun option. Surprise, she accepted the rose. <laughs> Kit. Instagram. Keeping in touch, still. Jacenia. Hair goals. My secret top six has even blown my mind. Like that she uh-huh. is still there. I called that a long time ago. Crazy. And at this point, we've already seen previews of Abigail in a different dress. So, Abigail. I wrote side. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Yeah, she's the one. Every season, there's the one who talks about uh, in their aside how she is like i just don't know where we stand and i'm like sweetheart at this point if you don't know where you stand with the guy you're right. <laughs> we're actors we're like i mean my audition was pretty good i haven't heard anything but it's only been three weeks <laughs> she's gonna have a bevy of <clears throat> strong for sure helpfuls. yeah yeah i love abigail love her so we say a fond farewell to chelsea That was one of our girls. Yeah. And Serena C. Oh. Which means Omariana also officially yeah. done in the league. Chelsea almost had, what was it, two or three people? Chelsea. I almost had two people in hometowns. She almost had two people got, out of the top four. Got, or whatever who's that, Rachel, by the way? Is that Chelsea Gilligan? It's not. I think it's. Is it Amber? I think it might be Amber, but we don't know. We'll have to figure that out. I think it's Amber. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's not Chelsea Gilligan, so that should make us all happy. So Chelsea and Serena C. both have short and sweet goodbyes. I feel like both of them saw the writing on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. We're getting to that point. Matt's a pretty honest bachelor, so it, it stinks. But, you know, moving on. Michelle is the one after the rose ceremony that brings up that this is the last week before hometowns. Matt has to cut these girls in half, you guys. Top eight. So this episode should be really fun. I'm officially dubbing this episode the Red Wedding episode. Mm. It is a bloodbath, Mm -hmm. (sighs) y'all. So moving on. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, (laughs) Abigail and Jesenia have not had one-on-ones. Chris Harrison drops a date card for Serena P., and Abigail is very frustrated. <sighs> With that, we head into the date, the date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. It's tantric. <laughs> so real quick, before we go into the date breakdown, and we will go right in, he's not able to bring Abigail into a one-on-one. And I mentioned this before uh, in a previous pod, because... When you bring people into these 
private scenarios, particularly one-on-ones that are going to get 20 to 25 minutes of airtime. And I think he's like, if I bring her on a one-on-one, I already know I'm not going to give her a rose. So all I'm doing is, is ingratiating her unto the lives of all those sitting and watching at home even more so. And I'm not taking her any further. So I don't want to tease America. And even more importantly, I don't want to tease her. So it's honestly, I think, honestly, I think he's doing her a favor by not giving her a one-on-one if he knows his decision. All right. Continuing with the date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. One-on-one number one. Can our love go deeper? This is the daytime portion of the date with Serena P. She is tiny. She is flexible. And she is in her own head waiting for the yoga session to be over the entire time. She is not into this tantric yoga weirdness. He wonders if they are on different wavelengths. Oh, I don't I mean. know why. My exact quote different. last week, my exact quote last week was they're on different wavelengths. Yep. So that's a little pat on the back. Not so Snaps for Jeff. Snaps for Jeff. Anything to say about this daytime portion of the date, guys? Yeah, I have something to say. Get over yourself. It's yoga. You're fully clothed. Get over yourself. Have a little fun. Now, if you don't like Matt James and you, I mean, obviously, like, I can't say that. Um, but maybe you don't like Matt James. So why are you on this tantric second date with him? What are you doing there? That's your point. You're like, then what, what are we doing at all? This is a game show, sweetheart. You signed up and you might have to do yoga. You might have to punch someone in the face. You might have to go skydiving for God's sake. Like, what are we, what are we turning our nose up at simple yoga for? You got an easy date compared to, you didn't have to drive a f-ing race car and do donuts. Well, like, here's the what thing. is she yeah. freaking out about? Oh, I'm so sorry you have to do yoga and you're so good and flexible about And you're it. capable at it. Yeah, <laughs> capable of it, rather. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And because if he wasn't, if he was going to dump her, he wasn't going to after those positions. I was like, well, this guy's now officially smitten. Lastly, I would say I appreciated his response when they discussed all of this. And he was like, what'd you think? Wasn't that great? And she was like, it was awful. Yeah. Many, many, many a guy would go, yeah, I kind of thought so too, but I didn't want to say anything. But he was like, oh, really? I liked it. What didn't you like about it? That's progress in a relationship. Mm -hmm. He's saying we don't have to agree on everything. I thought he showed some chops there. So whatever, I, I, I like her. I just don't think they're compatible. And she's known it from the start and she's struggling to find a way to, uh, you know, to play the game, but mm-hmm. at least she's trying. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, there's a new group date card revealing that Jasenia gets the one-on-one. Still not Abigail. And we move right on into Serena P's nighttime portion of the date. She expresses that she just enjoys spending time with him. And Matt expresses that he wants her family's approval. I'm kind of with Jet, you guys. She just doesn't really look that interested. She says she's falling for him and acknowledges how bizarre it is. And he gives her the rose, underscored by Disney music. And then they go ice skating, and there's a snow machine. And thanks, Nima Colon. Any words on the nighttime portion of this date? I think you've hit the nail on the head, Jet. She's not into him. If you're going to give me props, I'm going to interrupt you, and I'm going to give you props because you've said this for seasons and seasons. You've said, if you want the bachelor or bachelorette to take you to hometowns, well, first of all, it helps to be a 10. (laughs) Express zero interest, (laughs) and he will 
escort you in a fucking horse and carriage. Like, yeah, no doubt. Giddy so. up. You're going to hometowns because you don't like them. He's got two sure bets with Michelle and Rachel. So why not bring in a third who doesn't like you? <laughs> That's, 100%. That's an even better way to put it. 100%. You know, like... 100%. Why, why are we even talking about this? You know why she didn't like the tantric uh, yoga? It wasn't because it was tantric yoga. It was because it was with Matt James. Yeah. <laughs> She's not into him. So what happens at the end of all this? Like, listen, to, I love the way we just described she the gets date. She gets the <laughs> Exactly. So moving on. Yeah. Matt James doesn't know it, but he does a Peloton ad. And that goes right into a group date as we continue on our date, date breakdown. Breakdown, 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 breakdown. This date does not have a title. It's just a cocktail party at the lodge at Nemecolon. Who's on this date? Well, I'm glad you asked. Piper, Michelle, Rachel, Bree, <laughs> Kit, and Abigail are on this date, but all of them are not going to continue for very long. We find out a few things about these women. Bree gave up her job. She had to resign from her position to be on The Bachelor. Piper time went well. Michelle time went well. Abigail expressed her concerns to him. And he had visible anxiety, you guys. Mm -hmm. He has to break up with her. And she's the best. But he walks her out. Any words about this first portion of this final group date cocktail party? The, the part that really upset me was this Brie talk, okay? Yeah. Nobody asked you to quit your job, Brie. Also, what? Um, and the amount of pressure that that puts on The Bachelor is, like, I, I was like, oh, here comes her sob story. She's really going to, like, open up and, like, be vulnerable. And then it's like, I, I made the decision to quit my job for you. You know what that breeds in a relationship? Resentment. 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 I will say this overall, Matt James handles himself well. He mm -hmm. truly respects these women, all of them. I'm now understanding why there's so many cancellations of cocktail parties. When you pull people aside, it's a vulnerable moment for both parties when you're one-on-one. -on -one. And at a cocktail party, you dip your toe in the water. <laughs> it's like, uh, you might be drowning before you know it. It's kind of the way I'm seeing it. He's like, I'll just casually, innocently pull Brie in. He's like, she's like, by the way, my job was on the line and it's gone. This is all I have. Because they have this weird thing of like, okay, I've got to break out the sob story. And they're intentionally coming in with a sob story because it's a competition. And if you have a Hail Mary, you throw it at this moment because we're right up on hometowns. And these people are mm -hmm. doing that. So this is dangerous. If you were ever going to cancel the cocktail party, it's before hometowns, by the way. Unless you really weren't sure, which give me a f***ing break. The sadness I felt for Abigail after her goodbye, by the way, was in the limo. She said a very common thing that a lot of people, both you know, female and male, have said in their lives after a breakup. This happens, dude. She said, let me, I have a quote. Uh, she said she feels like she's the girl who helps men realize what they want, but they never ultimately want her. Yeah, that's that heartbreaking. I, uh, so, Brie, Piper, Michelle, and Kit are left sitting on a couch while Matt and Rachel dance together. They're all immensely frustrated and this pushes Kit to go and have another little chat with Matt. She needs to have the breakup convo, you guys. And she's right. 
no one except Rachel should be a hundred percent sure that tomorrow he's going to get down on one knee for them because that's literally the only person he would do that for at this moment in time. We as an audience can see it because um, he told her he's in love with her and um, two girls went home because of this date. Any words on the end of this date and Kit's exit? I, I'm a big fan of the way that Kit handled herself in all of this, quite honestly. So now we are down to Serena P, Rachel, Piper, Michelle, and Jasenia. Oh, and before we hop into the final date of this episode, I really think we need to hop into the one and only sometimes safe space that is Race's Fashion Corner. We just hopped into the corner like a What's up, Jack? I'll tell you what's up. Fashion, let's go. I'm rabid for fashion. Woo! Okay, and I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, apparently. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, Matt James, guess what? Every time you have a tough decision and you don't have socks on, you make the wrong decision. Blanket <laughs> statement. Okay, here's the other thing. I love Chris Harrison's bomber jacket because if you're going to be a fighter pilot, you know, you should wear that. Or if you're Chris Harrison, you can wear that just in general because you're flying the plane and you're going to crash it right into love. Okay, here's the other thing. <laughs> I love this yoga instructor's look, by the way. I mean, downward dog a dog. I really like Matt's jacket but the turtleneck. I, I wrote turtleneck so many times in here. I, I Turtleneck with a leather jacket? I mean, what are you, a beat poet? What are you, a hitman? Get it out of there, or at least like wear it like once. You're wearing it every single week and you're wearing different ones and they're mock and they're, whatever they are, they're bad. Get them out. Come on, you're better than this. Button down, tie, that's where you belong. Yeah. But then, then I, I like backtrack and I'm like, but Bree's turtleneck, great. You know, it, yeah. it helps that Bree's like, you know, super attractive. I know Matt James is attractive, but you know, I, like I said, you know, in Frace's fashion corner, I will say things that don't make any sense and that's okay, because it's my corner. Um, I love Kit's pantyhose, by the way. Uh, by the way, those are Gucci pantyhose. Cool hat and purple suit on Aloe Black, by the way. A little shout out to that guy. I mean, he's, yeah. he's, He's trendy. Um, I love Rachel's glasses and turtleneck. (laughs) So I have a double standard here. It's okay. You can have a double standard when you're in your own fashion corner. Jasenia is uh, is great in a in a in the sherbet dress that she has on. It's short. I mean, I love the leather jacket and but you know, like a short skirt on a short girl. I mean, you do the math. Oh, you know what? My main note about fashion for this week: don't wear a turtleneck. Get me out of there. One-on-one date number two. Mm. Mm. Our love will take a turn. This is the one-on-one with Jasenia. And we show up to this parking lot. And Tony Angelo is a professional drifter. And he's drifting in this car. And it's crazy looking. It's very cool. And Jasenia is up first. She drives. She does it all until we see Matt drive and he just starts driving into things and breaking things, including Mm -hmm. the actual car. So do you guys have any words about this daytime portion of the date? I thought it was pretty fun myself. Um, Seemed like a fun date. I I just think she's really cute. Um, She she did say real quick, Bray, she said, if this is a glimpse into what life could be like with Matt, I couldn't ask for anything more. Yeah, I wrote the same note. I was like, 
a glimpse yeah. of uh, driving sports vehicles yeah. and crashing them into things like it's every day just, of your life. What the? What are we talking about? Yeah. Moving on to the nighttime portion of this date. There was they, a nighttime portion. Yeah. Right. What? Sorry, I couldn't. Help. I, okay. I'm not. Yeah, he's not joking. Sorry. Okay. I know. I know. I'll be quiet now. Jasenia drops a buttload of journeys. She also drops that she's falling in love with him. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, just a quick one. Rachel suggests that Matt just isn't that into her. Okay, back to the date. Matt likes Jasenia a lot, but he's missing the compatibility. Nothing says, are we compatible? Like driving at 180 miles an hour and doing a hard left turn. Perfect. <laughs> So talk about the nighttime portion of this date, if you have words on it. It's pretty cut and dry, in my opinion. She says, I'm falling in love with you. And he goes, thank you for sharing that with me. She handled it very well. I don't think, uh, I, you know, and at the end of the day, I don't even think she was that into him. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty cut and dry. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Chris Harrison had an interview with Rachel Lindsay that went pretty viral, and there was a lot of backlash and outrage about it. In this interview, he made his point of fully disliking cancel culture when us as audience members don't know the whole story. And then he kept talking. So first of all, it, it gets a little convoluted for listeners sometimes because we're talking about two Rachels here. Um, yes. We're talking about yes. Rachel, Matt James's, uh, you know, probably now wife or um, fiance, who knows. And we're talking about Rachel Lindsay, who was a former bachelorette. Um, she did an interview with Chris Harrison and they addressed allegations, which are not really allegations because they're true, that Rachel Kirkconnell, Kirkconnell was seen at an antebellum. Uh, There's pictures circulating that she was at an antebellum themed uh, party at her college in Cummings, Georgia, where she went to school in 2018. It's not pretty. And it took a solid six weeks for her to say anything and of course right before she does say something that's when this interview happens do you guys have any other thoughts on this interview on chris harrison on the actions being taken because of this interview i think the one thing that we can say is that whether chris harrison meant to or not he really offended a lot of people um and whether that was his intention or not, I'm sure that Chris Harrison and his mind and his heart was not wanting to do that. Uh, I think that he was, he spoke from a place of not being very educated on the way he was speaking. Um, we were just all very surprised by Chris because we're used to him being the consummate professional. His issue was with cancel culture, but that's not what this was about, right? in my opinion. So, um, Frace, very eloquently done. Uh, this, I know this is a touchy subject. As Chelsea mentioned earlier, it's three white people 
uh, we openly admit, you know, white comes with its own privileges uh, in this country. So I'm going to speak out against, you know, my my usual proclivity to not talk openly about these things. And I want to go into what Chris Harrison was digging into, and he was going into this world of history. Um, I don't know where we fell into this place of assuming just because something is history that it's good. Uh, I mean, serial killers are historic, but we don't praise them. Um, you know, so to that end, flying a Confederate flag, yeah, that's part of our nation's history. I get it. That's that's part of history. And I know this isn't bachelor related, but it kind of is because we're talking about an antebellum party. Mm-hmm. And I think when you simply fly something like that, like a Confederate flag, just to use an example, and try and defend it by simply saying this is history. And I think that we're trying, we've gone to a place where we try and argue that it's okay because it was the way at one point. So let's move on to the second part of this discussion, cancel culture. Chris Mm -hmm. Harrison is stepping down. Do you guys have any words on that and how it pertains to this moment in bachelor history the question is why is he defending rachel he's never been this outspoken about any previous bachelor contestant that's fair chris harrison spends the majority of the time defending someone whom he probably views as you know somewhat of a child and i do mean that she's just a bit more naive in the game of life and so he feels the need to play a father figure and he just misspoke a couple of times took a few missteps okay so Moving on to the third and final part of this discussion, Rachel's response. How did you guys feel about Rachel's response to this topic, to close it out? Rachel's apology, in my opinion, um, was a nice apology. And I think that, you know, an apology is always a good first step and see where we go from there. Yeah. This whole scenario could have been avoided if Rachel had addressed it earlier, but then mm-hmm. again, perhaps in the grand scheme of things, this needed to be exposed in a sense so that conversations like this could happen and conversation and, and for us to realize that we're actually not as well-versed or educated on this as we want to be. There's a lot of stuff where me personally, I'm like, wow, I have so much to learn and I welcome being educated and even if that's a tough conversation i just i would let i would rather have that than um than the alternative which is which is nothing i guess chelsea to answer your question uh what how did we react to her response it was calculated it was uh expected but that which is expected doesn't necessarily you know come to fruition so i was i was actually proud of them and impressed with her and her attorney for releasing that statement because it's still under her name whether we want to say she wrote it or didn't who cares if she wrote it so yes i agree it is a tough conversation to have it is a hard conversation to have but at least we are having the conversation fortunately. you know what conversation i don't want to have and you know what i think we should cancel turtlenecks turtlenecks hashtag turtlenecks are canceled if there's one, we'll uh, what, hashtag on. cancel turtlenecks you know what if there's one thing well, that we can all agree on i think it's that so with turtlenecks aplenty the opposite of that happened in this episode do you guys know what it is because it only happens 
once every season, once in a bachelor blue moon. It is the hometown rundown. This is my mini Karate Kid crane. (laughs) The crane (laughs) in my tight space. Gosh. All right. So, Serena P and Rachel already have roses. And the first rose goes to Bree. Third place. Mathematicus. Oh, honestly, by the way, though, I think he just wants this is not a joke. I'm not joking. I think he wants to apologize to Bree's mom in person for dumping her off of an ATV. And almost killing her. I think he's such a nice guy. He knows he's taking Rachel home. And he's like, well, I've got to choose four people to take home. I might as well take home one of the people I almost killed. Final hometown rose goes to Michelle. Second place. Good for her. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in truth, I feel sorry for her because I do think they're the best match. But maybe they'll end up together. It happens all the time, right? First place ends up with second place later all the time. You guys. Good for her. You guys, we have to say a fond farewell to my girl, Piper. Can we give her quote? It's just such a gut-wrenching quote. It feels like your entire soul has been stomped on. Well, I will say this, you know, there was no goodbye and I was like, whoa, she's she's upset. You know, he's in love with Rachel and, and he's also like, you know, thinking about Michelle, but guess what? And every it's very evident, at least in the editing, that every time he was with Piper, all he wanted to do was make out with her. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. Yep. So next week, we see this preview. It's horror movie underscoring as someone, maybe Rachel crashes to the ground. Serena P sees unsure. Her sister calls her out. Michelle seems unsure. Her mom calls her out. Brie, I guess, is fine. We don't really see anything about Brie. And well, there is Rachel's interesting family that we get to meet. This episode ends, however, with fat cracking party with Serena P. And how apparently hilarious Michelle is. I'm kind of into this. You guys have any mm-hmm. words on the very end of this episode? We're gonna meet the families, meet I the parents. It. It's I gonna be wait. uh it's gonna they're all gonna just have a lot of, of like hard hitting questions for Matt, like why do you wanna marry my daughter? He's gonna have to constantly be sitting around in the living rooms going, oh, I just wish you guys could meet Rachel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All that being said, hey, you guys, this might be the last time I say it. I wish them the very best, whatever that may look like. This has been (laughs) Jet and Brace and Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag, here's Heather. Hashtag, there goes Heather. Hashtag, aloe black. Hashtag, Tony Angelo. Hashtag, drifters. Hashtag, red wedding. Hashtag, limos and roses. Hashtag, fashion. Hashtag, brace first. Hashtag, boobs. Hashtag, Chris Harrison. Hashtag, no Chris Harrison. Hashtag, not La Quinta. Hashtag, Nima Coolin. Hashtag, fashion corner. Hashtag, zoom cast. Hashtag, turtlenecks. Hashtag, foreskin of the shirt. Hashtag, garbage we are all here for the right reasons bye guys by the way when um uh, like when michelle got down and started doing push-ups i was yeah. like she's getting pumped up and you know what i get pumped up about when i'm going to the club 
and I'm wearing my fashion and I want to do some. Ah, <laughs> uh, there we go. Cute little out. John. Bye, Let's guys. Go. Let's Bye. Go. Let's go. Everybody.